Let the children come to me and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined as always by my good friend, my pal, the legendary basketball player from St. John's University, Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is great. Uh, you know, we've received a number of emails from people asking us to talk about baptism, the sacrament. And a few grandparents, people our own age, have said that they really want their newborn grandchild to be baptized and that they need some way to persuade their own kids to go ahead and facilitate that. So let's just start off by asking, Frank, why is it important to be baptized? Well, I think the, the most important reason is because of the sanctifying grace that we receive. You know, our Lord came to give us the kind of life that we are you know, not capable of achieving without this grace. The, the ability to know, love, and serve God is not achievable without human makeup. It's like above our pay grade. So to fulfill the purpose for which we may, we need to be infused with this sanctifying grace at baptism. You know, the capacity to live higher can only come through the Holy Spirit imparting his life on ours. Yeah, you speak of sanctifying grace. And you know that in baptism, we use God's gift of water which God made a rich symbol of this sanctifying grace that we receive in baptism. You know, as we bless the water of the baptismal font, we recount five references to God's gift of water mm -hmm. in salvation history. First, God breathed on the waters at the very dawn of creation, making them a wellspring of holiness. And then the waters of the great flood, remember Noah's Ark, they were a sign of the end of sin and a new beginning of goodness. Uh, God led Israel out of slavery through the waters of the Red Sea and set them free from sin by baptism. And Jesus himself was baptized in the Jordan River by John and anointed with the Spirit. And as he hung on the cross that day, he willed that water and blood should flow from his side. So then we pray, Father, send the Holy Spirit upon the water of this baptismal font and help those baptized to rise with him to newness of life. It's not bad, right? No, in order to, be, you know, in order to live a natural life, you have to be born into it. Yeah. And it's the same thing. In order to live a supernatural life, mm -hmm. we have to be born into it through baptism. You know, that's what Christ was explaining to Nicodemus, right? Yeah, I mean, Nicodemus asked, can a man be reborn by reentering his mother's womb? And Jesus said, I'm not, I don't mean that. I mean, reborn by the spirit. In baptism, we become a new creation, right? We're born again through water and the Holy Spirit. And now we're incorporated into the body of Christ in corpus, in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And we're brought into the reality of becoming adopted children, heirs of Christ. So that's why we can now be called and are, in fact, now children of God. Yeah, when we get baptized, it's not like getting into a club called the Catholic Church. We're becoming members of the body of Christ, like yeah. fingers on your hand or part of you on part of your body. It gives us the right to go to heaven, which before we didn't before we were baptized, we didn't have. Yeah. The first thing we ask the parents uh, at baptism is what name have you given your child and what do you ask of God's church? And they say baptism. And so they take on responsibility for bringing the child up in the faith. And then we ask, do you clearly understand what you are undertaking? They say we do. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, how can you pass the faith on to your child if you don't live it? On the day of baptism, the church does. It asks the parents to sincerely commit themselves to a renewed discipleship and that they do their best to raise their children in the faith. You know, th- th- there are parents out there who won't give their son and daughter a chocolate chip cookie. But but they let them they, they say they'll let them decide when they get older if they want to be baptized or not. I mean, you know, so the physical body takes precedent over the the the, the soul that's going to last forever. I mean, it, it's no. kind of like maddening to think about that. Would you send your kid out in a snowstorm without a warm coat? Of course not. But you let them go out into the world without the armor of baptism to, to protect them spiritually. It doesn't make any sense. Well, the parents, on behalf of the child, they have to profess the faith and renounce Satan and all of his false promises. And as they answer the questions to the do you believe uh, question, they affirmatively say, we do. And then we say, this is our faith. This is the faith of the church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And I'll tell you, Frank, every Sunday at Mass— when we all stand up and say the creed together, we are in effect renewing our own baptismal vows. Yeah, and and the, the thing is, is you know, we die to sin in baptism, and we become alive in Jesus, and it's a battle we'll fight our whole lives, you know, because baptism comes with obligations, and that entails saying yes to Jesus and no to sin. You know, once you receive that sanctifying grace. It's easy to see why Christ established the Catholic Church. It's to continue his work throughout time to undo the damages of original sin by restoring grace to our souls. You know, the point of all the rules and regulations are to guide and protect us and increase this grace that we receive at baptism. Baptism is the beginning. Baptism is the first sacrament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the practice of selecting a, a biblical name or the name of a saint Right. You know, has lately been sort of falling out of favor. You remember the, the, the Seinfeld episode where the father wants to name his kid seven after Mickey Mantle's number. Yeah, right. Not a super I mean, spiritual. Not, 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 how about I mean, that? You know, it, there's nothing wrong with wanting to emulate somebody. But when talking about the spiritual life, you know, we at, at the church want to name our kids after a saint, either first or middle name. Because at baptism, that saint will serve as a special patron to protect, guide, and be a heavenly intercessor for us. That's all. You know, that's that's someone we should emulate. No doubt. Now, the parents have to bring them up in the faith. So the first and best way in that process is really allowing the child to hear them pray in the home. Bless us, Lord, in these gifts, which we're about to yeah. receive. Pray yeah. at meals. Pray at night. And then we ask again at the baptism is it your will that your child should be baptized in the faith of the church, which we have all just professed? And they say yes one more time. And then yeah. we take water and we baptize the child in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And now the child is baptized. Then we place the white garment on them with the idea that you have become a new creation and have clothed yourself in Christ. And then we light the candle to affirm you have now been enlightened by Christ. Keep this flame of faith alive in your heart always. Yeah, it's, nice. I mean, it's great. You mentioned you mentioned prayer. I know we mention prayer all the time in this in this podcast. But let me say, the apostles asked Jesus. They didn't ask him teach us to preach, teach us to do miracles. They asked him teach us to pray. 
So that gives you an idea how important prayer is. No but let me finish with a story about John. Well, hold on. One more thing. I, I wanted to mention yeah. the, the last, the, the, you mentioned the, the gospel message and the apostles preaching. Jesus preached about one time, remember he, he healed the, the deaf and, and, and mute man with the word ephatha, be yes. opened. In the ritual, we say, may your ears be opened to receive the word of God, and may your mouth be opened to proclaim it. And the baptism ends with a beautiful blessing. May God bless the mother of this child. May God bless the father of this child. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's beautiful. But, you know, uh, St. Pope John XXIII, so happened the day of a particular papal audience. It was his birthday. And in the group was the rector of the church. Right. He was baptized many years ago. And the pontiff told the audience that he was baptized on the day he was born. And he asked that rector, he said, give that baptismal font where I was baptized a kiss, you know, um, for him, you know, when he returned home, because he said that's where he received his passport to heaven. The lesson uh, that we should take from this is we should cherish mm -hmm. the day we were baptized into the church that Christ has entrusted us to until, you know, he comes again. Nice. Just that, that hallowed place, that place where the baptism took place. Uh, let's get those beautiful children to church for baptism folks. Mm -hmm. And uh, remember to follow us if you can, or like us, <clears throat> depending on your podcast and send us another email at a N Y Catholic conversation at gmail.com. A N Y Catholic conversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Take care. Thanks, Steve, and God bless.